from the streets of Cincinnati, welcome to the jungle! Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. And as always, I gotta give a shout out to Black Light Production and Gift Vader. That is the baddest freaking song, as far as Bengals goes, I have ever heard. If you have not checked it out, go to their YouTube channel. Tell, I don't know, Spotify, Apple iTunes, everybody. They need to get this song so everybody can listen to it. I love this song. What's going on, guys? Do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,367 subscribers. That is awesome. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching me on Facebook or Twitter and you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for the notifications. And every time I go live, you guys will be notified. Also, doing Super Chats exclusively in the YouTube channel. So if you'd like to support what I'm doing, 
Give me a super chat, and I'll pop it up as fast as I can. Now, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave, and the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, I am super jacked up today because my boy, T. Higgins, was wearing this exact hat at the press conference today. You don't believe me? And a picture of it. <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. Because normally, you know, I'm a been a Bengals fan my entire life. I usually wear what they wear. He's wearing what I'm wearing. That's so cool. Now, granted, we gave it to him, but I don't care. He still wore it. That's awesome. So if you guys are interested in getting any of the Jackpot Joey stuff, please go to www.jackpotjoey9.com. They got hats. You see, you got shirts. We got all kinds of stuff. We even got koozies so if you guys are interested go there check them out proceeds of that go to the joe burrow hunger relief foundation and it's just fun to be a part of it I, it's i'm so jacked up that he wore our hat he even got asked about it in the press conference dan horde tweeted us out about it uh and, and, and just by the way it's maddie myers he's the one that's it was his idea not mine it's his idea he's the one that has put the money up for it it's his brainchild so go to jackpotjoey.com and check it out now, I have one of my favorite guests coming on the show today. He always brings the party. And I got a new intro for him because uh, you guys may or may not know, we're playing some guy named Andy Dalton this Sunday. And Zim's been, you know, kind of a hit or miss with Andy, you know, in the past. So, anyway, I, I, I just got to get this little, this little intro for, for Zim here. <laughs> What's going on, Zim? <laughs> you remember that from a couple years ago on uh, on uh, Twitter? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. If anybody's ever followed me, you know, like on Instagram, it's it's a it's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's it's funny. I was telling somebody this on Twitter because Twitter Twitter bangles, Facebook bangles, and Instagram bangles are so different. Yeah, fourth and three resonates with. Um, Fourth and three resonates with Bengals Instagram, but yeah, I, I don't think Twitter Bengals knows anything about Probably not, I, I know what it is. I saw it. <laughs> like, 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 like for me, that it's it's everything. You know, it's the reason why we're here. If if you guys are just making it real quick, if you don't know about fourth and three, like that's the day that Dalton decided that he quit on the team. It was fourth and three. He threw the ball away. From there, the team imploded. But the fans that were still, you know, rooting for the team, they still were like, you know, Dalton's our guy and stuff. But I knew it. I knew that day. That was the day I lost it. Like, I, I had already been off ship, but the fourth and three game, like, just took me over the top. I was like, there's no situation that I could ever, like, root for him to play football, like, for the Bengals ever again. Great guy. If he was my neighbor, I'm pretty sure I could borrow some sugar. But that ain't going to be the guy that's, <laughs> that's not going to be guy that's going to win your championship. Anybody that's still to this day – takes up for him like on Instagram or whatever like we just yell out fourth and three forever because it's like <laughs> there's there's no coming back from that like can you imagine like if me and you go down an alley or something like that and I just like run away or something like that for the rest <laughs> of your life you'll be like I'll never walk down an alley with yeah. Zim Rute again right like, no you remember that one time nah screw that I, right, I walked right. the door with you Zim <laughs> it's the same thing so his teammates you gotta think you go in a locker room they're like dude you could at least just he it looked like he had room to scramble but that's debatable he could at least yeah. just throw it up, say a prayer, and nobody would have cared. It would have never even been a thing. 
But he just right, threw right. it away and just was like, nope. And then afterwards, he, like they asked him about throwing it away, and he was like, man, I wish I could have it back and stuff. So it's like this ongoing joke where I'm just like, I, I want you to think about it every day of your life, Andy Dahl, and I hope you never forfeit three anything. I even put it on a shirt like a long time ago, but I was like, at the time, it, the timing was wrong, but I wanted everybody. Right. I used to tell everybody, like, I'll just be like, "Don't forfeit through your life." Like, <laughs> it does. It doesn't matter what you do in the world, whatever you right. go to, don't ever forfeit through it. Like, just do right. something. Right, right. Well, let's talk about our boy Jamar. You know, apparently he he drops everything. Apparently, we should have taken Panay, but uh, apparently we were right, and uh, Jamar Chase is the rookie of the week this week. And let's just go through. I got a stats written down here. I got, I got written for a couple of days ago, but let me let me find this again. I think he, he broke a Bengals rookie record. Let's see here. Uh, Jamar Chase, five reception, 101 yards, 20.2 average. His longest was 50 yards. And Zim, I was at the stadium, and it was coming toward me. The ball's in the air, and this is what everybody keeps talking about. <laughs> what were you thinking when the ball's in the air? I'm going, got him, got him, got him. Got it! Yes! <laughs> right, right, right. It was awesome. That stadium went off. If they had a roof, it would have been blown off. Man, I, I could feel it. You know, like it's for me every day. Who they, Greg? Who they, uh, Blackthorn? Who they, everybody that's in here? Appreciate y'all rocking with my man Iceman in here. Um, it, I know I'm at home. I did a live too. I had like 600, eight, I had 800 people at one time. It was just so much right. crazy. It, but we could see the the stadium people sending me pictures and energy is really crazy for me like my my wife is really really big on like energies of people's and putting right, stuff right. in the atmosphere stuff like that but i mean i'm telling you before the game even started i mean i there's tweets and everything i said man without a doubt he's going to score a touchdown it's just we didn't do all of that work we didn't have civil wars and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. be like you know, like you right. could you couldn't bottle us up and limit us to a preseason. Come on, like right. There's no scenario that this guy, like people that ran with that narrative that he's gonna have a bunch of drops or he's gonna be a bust, those are people that just don't really watch that much football to me. And right in their trusting opinions of people that don't really watch that much football. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know how you could watch all of that and then think that there's any scenario other than health. That, yeah. could, that could stop Jamar Chase. That doesn't mean he's going to be the next Jerry Rice. It's just too – like, talent is talent. Like, what yeah. I, I go to – I go to I go to bed with this. I was one of the main people in – in I, I wanted uh, – it was a lot of people wanted to draft, but one of the number one prospects that I've ever wanted was Derwin James, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to now, Derwin James is back. And right. people, people ask me all the time, they'd be like, who do you think is better, Derwin James or uh, Jesse Bates? Derwin James is like the Giannis of basketball. Mm-hmm. He he might not be the greatest. He might not have every clutch gene that Michael Jordan had. He might not do everything amazing, like whatever you value in your basketball player. But but the, just the sheer athleticism, just looking at him in person, the speed and everything like that, he's just marginally more athletic and bigger than every safety in the NFL if you've ever seen Derwin James play football. So I always tell people like, yeah, he's better than Jesse Bates. That doesn't mean that Jesse Bates isn't great in his own right, but that's that's like one of my favorite. Pro- that is my favorite prospect of all time. I I was like, how we were on the table for Chase. I was like that for Derwin James. I right. wanted him to do everything for it. But and that's the same way I felt about Jamar Chase. Like, just yeah. look at it. Look at his lower body. Look at 
Like, look he's at got tree trunks for legs, dude. <laughs> look I've at, seen them. They're huge. Right. <laughs> Him and Saquon Barkley just had these trunks that, you know, like whatever. Um, it just, the, just people that drop the football, go watch Deontay Johnson. He tries to catch the ball a lot with his body. Deshaun Jackson got away with that for a long time. But Jamar Chase, all those drops, they're all with their hands. They're aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like the only time that he dropped it was like, these are bad throws in the preseason from Allen. Terrible throws, but I didn't want to say that at the time. People right. were going to be like, you're just creating excuses. They're not good throws. They're all behind him. But, you know, it's rule of thumb. You get your hands on it, you better catch it. But he has he, – he doesn't have any characteristics of someone that drops footballs. Like, he catches the ball with his hands, like, every single time. He, he's not a body catcher. Deontay Johnson for Pittsburgh, that's a body catching drop dude, and he leads the league in, in drops. Right. Well, let's talk about th- that about the offensive line now. And that, that was the other thing. You know, we get Panay Sewell. You know, we need a tackle, yada, yada, yada. Well, I think our our, our tackles did pretty damn good um, this past Sunday against a a, a really good uh, pass rush. Now, a lot of people say, "Well, your offense, your your guards weren't that good." Well, if you really look at the sacks they gave up, it really wasn't the guards. I mean, right. Trey Hopkins got beat a couple times. I'm going to give Trey a break. I mean, dude, he's coming back from major right. knee surgery. I personally did not think Trey would be back game one, but the other. Uh, a lot of the other uh, sacks were, were just protection. You know, guys right. in the backfield missed assignments or whatever, and that can be fixed. Right. But our tackles, everybody's talking about Riley Reef. He's, oh, what are we going to do with him? I was like, sign him next year. I've heard you say the same thing. Sign right. him. I'm like, right. just keep him. I mean, look at Whitworth. He's still playing. So right. we're good at tackle. I, I don't, you know, so this is another reason that you and me were like, we don't need a tackle. We need guards. Right. We got two of them who, in my opinion, I think. Maybe by uh, the bye week, one or maybe both of them might be starting. Maybe. But I think by the end of the year, I think there's a very good chance that Jackson Carmen and Deontay Smith both could be starting for us at guard position. What's yeah, your thoughts on that? I mean, I agree. It, it could happen. That The biggest when, – when the team started losing, the team couldn't afford to take chances of, like, playing mixing out there. Like, who knows how bad his foot was. Like, all these different things started happening around us that people don't really take into consideration at all. The same thing went for, like, Xavier Sulafilo and stuff like that last year. So a lot of this stuff is just getting healthy. And then mm-hmm. a lot of it is the expectation. A casual football fan just goes with a narrative that the national media says that says, um, well, the Bengals don't, you know, their, their offense line is terrible. Yeah, they're they're really banged up and they're not healthy. But I'm not one of the guys – I don't come on any of my shows or any guest appearances and, and lean on injuries. But right. – now that we're healthy, I can tell people, like, yeah, th- like there was nobody out there playing. You got all these backup guys coming in there. Just getting healthy alone, you know, like you that's not a plan coming into an offseason. But just getting healthy alone, having Spain come back into his natural position that he wants exactly. to play, not mm-hmm. getting moved around. We just didn't interview him uh, last week. He said he came in, COVID, sat in a hotel for five days, and they called, yes. him, to, they called him to the stadium and said, right. yeah, like lace him up. Right, and, I, I heard fans, that interview. <laughs> and fans behind the scene are just like, I don't care. Like, just we don't want we want people to block. The other thing was just um, the subtraction of the the big Michael Jordan. As much I've said this on your show, as mm-hmm. much stuff as Bobby Hart got, Michael Jordan was marginally worse. But they were trusting a guy that didn't know anything. Like Turner had Michael Jordan yeah. out there playing and I'm talking about the worst graded PFF uh, games in guard history. And, but Bobby Hart never did that. Bobby Hart in the whole entire season, I think gave up six sacks or something like that. It wasn't a, a super high number. It was like middle of the pack. 
Right. But, but but the damage was already done. Right. Eli Apple is almost he's almost going to work himself into that same type of doghouse. Right. Like once you make a mistake with this fan base, they remember mm-hmm. it forever. And right. I always tell this. I told Dre this that I consider him a friend. You make one bad play at cornerback. You make one bad play at offensive line. It's 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 six points or it's a sack. Like it's it's that. And and fans never forget that stuff. And that's the crazy thing about it is that. A lot of this was just getting healthy. Casual fans mixed in with that, saying, offensive line, give me an offensive line. But they don't understand around the league, there's a big decline of offensive line around the holy Chicago Bears right now. The only reason why they're not playing Justin Fields is because they don't want to get him hurt behind mm-hmm. the offensive line that is marginally worse than us. This I, I was, dude, I was having that exact – you just took the words right out of my mouth. I was having that exact same conversation with a buddy of mine at work who's a Bears fan. Right. I said – I said, nope. you know, I said the Bears' offensive line is 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 probably worse than the than the Bengals is right now. A hundred percent. Is I get out of here with that. I said, like, I said, hold on. I said, how, how? I said, how do you figure? I said, so first of all, you let your your left tackle go. Then the guy you drafted to replace him is hurt. Then the right. guy that replaced him is hurt. So you're right. on your what third tackle? I mean, I'm just right. I, I told myself, I'm just speaking facts. I'm like, you guys, your offensive line is worse than ours right now. So I mean, don't come at me saying, you know, oh, the Bengals are this. I'm like, no, no, right. no, no. We're healthy. Our, our offense line is, is pretty good, and it's better than yours right now. I'm sorry, but that's facts. That's the main difference. I mean, we're talking about Jonah Williams. Like, people in the offseason was like, yeah, we should we should get Panay and, uh, and, and and move Jonah out the way. And I'm like, dude, give me a healthy Jonah. I, I invested a first-round pick in it. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Like, you want right. to be, be the Browns? I hope a Browns fan is in. Like, you want to be a bum Browns, like, franchise? Take a high draft pick and bail on them quick. Right. Like, don't, don't like that's how you end up a bad team. And somebody eventually came in and they get in a little bit of luck. And then you, you know what I'm saying? And they had a lot of different things. Now they have the best offensive line. Right. But when it when you go with the formula of like pitch this guy right after the like or 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 bail out on early draft picks, like that is the key to being a private when people say poverty franchise, like <laughs> Poverty franchises bail on early draft picks early. Like Carmen, for the next four years, I don't care if he's good or not. Like, look how long Billy Price was. Uh, well, although, although he wasn't that good, he, yeah. he was a first-round pick. So you can't just say peace out. Right. <laughs> and, and if you do, you know, it, it hurts you more than it helps you. Uh, you know, we talked about somebody in the, in the crowd saying Eli Apple. The difference is Eli Apple was brought here for crumbs. Yeah, you get yeah. peace you can say peace yeah. whenever you want. Right. Trey Wayne, same thing. The money is too high. You can't just say peace out. It's a lot well, of different things behind the scenes that people got to really pay attention to. And, and the thing I want to bring up, well, you brought up Billy Price. What a hell of a trade. What a <laughs> I trade. Mean, I, I mean, well, I know it's only one game, but damn, dude, he got he got two sacks. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's, a, that's a hell of a trade. I mean, Billy Price didn't even play. Now, apparently, he, I guess he's going to start for the Giants tonight, and we'll see, see what happens. Oh, yeah? But, that's that's what I, that's what somebody said on Twitter. So Whoa, I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw it on Twitter. So uh, don't don't hey, I might hey. be wrong, but I, I saw I thought I saw on Twitter that he was starting tonight. So we'll see. But but what but what they did come in here? Good, but good. Oh, oh, oh no! Uh, with yeah. the exception, with the exception, now this is we start in the early in the show. I said fourth mm-hmm. and three, right? With Dalton, yeah. this is the only player I feel like that's what because it's like an ongoing joke, but it's a real thing. Until Dalton apologizes for fourth and three, I don't really, I, I don't, I don't care what he does. I'm not, one, I'm not going to be hearing on here like good for Andy. Like I'm not that guy. I'm sorry, y'all can hate me all y'all want, 
But uh, with the exception of that one guy, everybody else has ever left Houdet Nation. I hope Billy mm-hmm. Price has the most success in the world. Oh, and I'll be, and yeah. I'll be the I'll be the first person yeah. to say I was wrong about Billy. He was in a bad position. But I when Billy Price was drafted, I said it was just a reach and they panicked and they didn't have a plan. And it, it's like that. I mean, that, that William, William Jackson almost William Jackson right. almost won Washington football team uh game last week and people were on me it was like well what about the stuff he said about the fans like to me like that's kind of water on the bridge bad situation i always wish the best for guys that leave here because it kind of it kind of validates me what me and you do like we believe in mm-hmm. our players we think they're really good and sometimes they don't achieve like what we want so i have right. like a self a self-serving need in that regard like when somebody leaves i want billy price to do really well at the same right. time i am sitting there thinking like we Totally hosed them. Oh, dude, and, we stole. It like stole like BJ Hill couldn't. BJ Hill could. If you would have told me that before, tell me BJ Hill had two sacks, three sacks for the whole year. I would have said <laughs> that's a that's a good that's a good trade right. because Billy right. Price probably Billy with the depth that we have now, Billy Price would have never got in. No, no. I, well, the thing is, people. Somebody said in the chat here that you know, we need to get the center situation figured out. Trey Hopkins is going to be fine. Trey Hopkins is legit. He's a good center. The man is is didn't play in the preseason. I mean, he got injured the last game, second half of the of the last game of the season last year, and he's over three hundred pounds. And he's got to kneel down. He's got to get up and do all all the twi- he's got to do a lot more stuff to that knee than Joe Burrow does. So for him to come back is a huge accomplishment. So I'm gonna give him a little bit of a break. I you know I think. I think Sunday he's going to be a little better and he's going to keep getting better and better. So I, I think we're fine at center. And honestly, like I said, if, if we hit, if Jackson Carmen and Jonathan Smith can be our guards dude, Duke Tobin hit this freaking draft out of the ballpark. I mean, it, it, I, I'm not saying it's going to, but it could. <laughs> I'm a Tobin guy. Like there, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, ta- I'm taking a lot of heat for that, but I, I like Tobin. I, I, and we could go back on every single draft. The bad drafts that he has are in transition periods. The transition from Zach coming off the yes. Super Bowl, uh, hastily picking Drew Sample that doesn't fit. What they didn't have the foresight to know that hey, we're going to draft Joe Burrow the following year and we're going to spread people out. When they did that, they're on the fly. Just hey, give me the best blocking tight end that's in the draft. That's what McVay and them did, um, you know, with the Rams. Zach's coming fresh off the Super Bowl appearance. It is what it Zach is. Like late. you, Zach, yeah, Zach came late. That's why I, I keep telling everybody too. I was like, Zach look came at, late. So that's why I think all, you know, all, the turn. All the bad drafts are always there was a coordinator transition or something like that that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest mistakes are things that you didn't know at the time. This is the craziest thing that I always tell people too is that. The same way that they feel about Riley Reef right now, just judging him just by his age, everybody felt like that about Whitworth because we were so used to offensive line play, like just being really good here. And yeah, so that for a while, <laughs> that was the, we were super spoiled. And and yeah. at the time we drafted Cedric Obwehi, we looked at it like it was a luxury pick, and like later on, whatever. And then I, the, I the, the same thing. I'm and I, then I'm the like, money oh, didn't work yeah. out. Yeah, but but when Cedric. When Cedric yeah. And Fisher came, we all looked at that like, yeah, we're good. We got stability in that spot. We don't miss a beat. Whitworth's getting old. There wasn't people just right. pounding, pounding the table for Whitworth until after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I I, I totally agree. I was the same way with with um uh what, what I want to say Ogan Joby. That's not his name. Um who who, just, who is the guy you're just talking about with, that we drafted in, in third place? Jake so, Fisher. 
No, um, the other one. Um, oh my Cedric, goodness. Cedric, Cedric oh, Thank you. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing when they drafted him. I was like, all right, this yeah. is a good little project. We're, we're going to come up, you know, was... five years of playoffs. I said, okay, it's good. But my thing was when I this is where I got. I saw him play, and I'm like, this ain't good. So I was. I was pissed when they when they let uh 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 Whit go. I, I'll be honest. I, I was I was upset about that, and I I, I didn't think he was uh going to be the replacement. So, but tomorrow on the bridge, it doesn't matter right now. But I, right. I do want to get to because it's know a good it's a good it's a good learning lesson though. Yeah, exactly. And, and now, that's the energy I have for Riley Reef. Like everybody right. in the building is going to tell you that he's the first man in, first person mm-hmm. out. I mean, last person out. Yeah. He's still super solid. We saw him this past uh, week, no pressures. Everybody was really quick to say, give me Panay, Riley Reeve, move him to guard. I'm like, listen, this dude ain't never graded under under 80 on PFF. He's a top 10 tackle every single year. Like right. the, the Vikings situation is a complicated situation on how he left, but they're also doing what we did to Whitworth. They're like, well, he's getting a little longer than two. And, and as the season goes on, he might, you know, start to break down a little bit or make mistakes or different things like that. But I wouldn't bet on him. I really wouldn't. No. He's, too, oh, no, he's, too, he's too valuable. And I'm not saying that just because of his performance in week one. I've been a big rally reef person because I understand in the National Football League 2021, the top four teams, the Packers, the Bills, the Chiefs, and what's the fourth team? Ah, Buccaneers. In the Buccaneers. Those are the top four scoring teams in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to score with them or you'll get blown out. This ain't no no uh, Ray Nagurtsky coming out the tunnel. <laughs> like, that is, you know, like this is a different league. You can't really hit guys over the middle. You don't have that much time. It's a lot yeah. of three. Step drops. There is no five step drop that doesn't even exist. So the emphasis on offensive line is a lot different, and you need just confident, smart offensive linemen that know exactly what to do when 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 teams start to uh, come with different schemes or who to pick up. And you saw that week one. What happened? You talked about the uh, the 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 sacks that came. That's those right. are two on P Ryan, two mm-hmm. on. Is the other ones on sample, I think, right? Yeah, sample, yeah, sample missed one. Yeah. They're all communication issues on yes. who to pick up. And a lot of blocking and a lot of sacks is based on that. Two of those, I thought Joe B held, I thought he held the ball too long. And right. that's and that's how the NFL works. These guys aren't getting paid. That's what that's what makes Browns a failure to me. Like I, I can go on record, we can record it now, is that they emphasize the position so much that they don't have skill positions to go win big games and make big plays and they lost in the playoffs the same way and they didn't do anything in the offseason to make that better so mr mr defense wins championships winning the trenches i'm with you to a certain extent you have to have guys that can put points on the board you must score 26 28 points minimum to get in the playoffs that is every week that is your goal if you're a Bengals fan and you lose 21 to 20 and you blaming the defense no I'm telling yeah. you right now, go watch other football games. You have to score points. I think you, you, me, you, me, and, and, and Joe Goodberry have all been kind of saying we're, I, that I think the Bengals could average around 30 points a game. And they damn near did last week. I mean, they and, went, and, and and they, if, they with, score, if they score 30, they're going to, they're going to an AFC championship. You right. can put me, you could, you could put me down as that. If oh, they score 30, I, there's only five teams in the NFL that could keep up with that. You score 30 right. points, you're well, going to AFC championship. Just, just look at Mr. Burrow's, Defense Burrow's, championship. Right. Let's look, look at Burrow's stats. I mean, he's 20 for 27. And, and, and that was a weak game. Look at that, right. y'all. Do y'all see that? 
Yes. He didn't even throw in the fourth quarter. He threw five times, and he still gave you two sixty-two touchdowns. Exactly. What y'all want to do? And that's what kills me. When when, when uh was a Seth from PFF tweeted out two days ago that this is Burrow's worst game ever. I'm like, if this is his worst game this year, I'll take it because we're gonna kick everybody's ass. Because all he's gonna right. do is get better. I mean, right. twenty twenty seven, two TDs. I saw that. I, I totally ignored that. I saw that tweet. I said, let me keep. <laughs> let me keep going. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell me you didn't watch the Bengals game without telling right. me you didn't watch the Bengals game. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> right. The right, dude was exactly. so accurate in that game. Beautiful. Oh, like, he, he threw, get out of here. He, just look at the, the play of the game. He threw Uzama open. Or excuse me. Uzama. He threw him open. That's right. Those are throws that uh, top five, and he's going to be a top five quarterback this year. Right. That's what they make. And I'm, I, I mean, but, 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 but just, but just make that throw. think about the decision making. I'm going to bring it back to Cleveland. I hope, I hope. I hope a Browns fan, just one person. I hope somebody in here has got a relative that's a Browns fan. <laughs> the different. I'm gonna tell you what's about to happen. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, they they call me the Oracle on Instagram. This is how. This is what it is. This this week coming up is a typical Dalton game for the Browns. Right? He could take it to the Texans. It might be close. He could win a close game against the Texans because they don't have anything to play with. Four. They already are a broken team because Deshaun Watson ain't running out the tunnel. So they right. already know that, that that's a broken team. Those are Dalton-like games. He can go win those games. Mayfield will do that. But when it matters the most, what happened? Well, in the biggest in the, that's in the big end. Yeah. Like, and they're like, well, it's just week one. No, that's now, a he big does it all game. Time. That's a big game against the Chiefs. Now go look at the Bengals. We weren't supposed to win that game. What happens when Joe B got the ball at the end? I don't care what the stat line looks like. If I got the ball in my hands and it's fourth down, I'm at the end of the game, and I'm going to do what I got to do. I will audible into this win if I have to, and Joey right. B showed you that. And that's the difference between winning and losing. Teams think like, – like people complained last week about how we lost and teams coming up. Go watch some more football. What? This, this, this is how good – this is what Russell Wilson does every week. This is what Pat Mahomes does every week. They're not blowing the doors off of dudes of winning by 20 points. They come back and they get the ball in their hands at the end. Aaron Rodgers does it to us. Deshaun Watson did it to us. All these guys do this to us, but yet everybody was like, well, I hate that they went for it and da 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 yeah, Shut up. We won the game, and this right. is how great teams win football games. You win it with the, your quarterback with the ball in his hand at the last most important time, and you get the dub. That's it. This is what I, this is what I was telling guys at work. A couple guys at work came up to me. He's like, oh, well, we almost gave that game away. I said, you know what? I said, I almost went off one of them. I said, I'm getting tired of hearing that. I said, look. We dominated that game. If we, if Zach calls a better play on that fourth down, or if Mixon doesn't, and that that fourth down conversion, that game is over. We're up by three touchdowns. It's over. So I don't want to hear this. Over. Oh, the Vikings gave us the game. The Vikings just give us crap. They're like right. we we let them back in by not converting that, and we right. still had a chance to stop them and uh, stop the touchdown. Right. We, I mean. <laughs> I just uh, Zach 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 put them in a in a in a very very hard spot. Like you know, right. like like the the risk versus reward. We can argue that all day. Say they convert that or whatever. I think the game, like you said, the momentum is all still on our side. I don't think the Vikings score, but like twelve points at most, right? But we don't have that. But it's it's the butterfly effect. It's like we could talk about what would have happened and everything like that. But I just think if they convert that. They're up by they're up big. Like we don't leave that drive without another three points. There's that right. game is nothing. Well, at least, it, 
especially it, with Kick Pearson. <laughs> right, <laughs> with Kick Pearson. It, right. It, it's a, it's so so you get to the like the the kick that they did to Senator over overtime doesn't even exist. Like all mm-hmm. these different things don't even happen if they just convert that, but they didn't. But what it yep. does is it put them in a bad spot. The momentum is now shifted to the opposition. And that's what happens. That happens every single week. That doesn't make it bad coaching. Then we go later on into the game. What happens? They start Joe B is on a pitch count of 25 drop box. That's that's mm-hmm. what I was told from a player. So right. they get to the fourth quarter, they're handing the ball off. Mixon's running for at the time five yards a clip. It's not. I told you this. I told you this one time on the show. I said. Fans are going to have to live with this. I'm going to say this final thought before I leave. Yeah, you got to go. <laughs> I kept you long enough, man. My bad. <laughs> fans are going to have to live with this. This is very, very important that everybody hears this one message. Fans have to fall in love with the idea that Joe Burrow's health is more important than winning. And how do you win? You, I mean, how do you keep him healthy? You have Run to protect him by running the football. If mm-hmm. somebody said, well, what happens if you're down in, in the games? I'm going to tell you this. You don't want to go to Pittsburgh down any points and have Joe B dropping back with that pass rush. I'm just right. looking. I'm looking ahead. Mm-hmm. You you mm-hmm. might lose games, and you might be looking at Zach and saying, I'm just preparing everybody for this. You might look at him, especially in the first eight weeks of the season, and say, why, why don't, like we were doing in the full quarter, why don't they throw the football? Because they made a conscious decision that we'll never, ever do what we did last year and throw this young man back there 40-plus times a game. It's just the law of averages. Like, I drop back 40 times. I could have the best offensive line in football. I'm going to get hit five times, six times minimum. If I drop back 25 times, maybe. You're going to get hit. If I I drop back 25 times, maybe I only get hit three times. So you want the law of averages on your side. And if you have to lose some weeks, if you go down 10, 14 points or something like that, you might see them running the football because they've made a conscious effort that we're not going to put them in harm's way to throw this guy back there 40, 50 times a game this year. So everybody get on board with that. And if you're not on board with that, because there is a little bit of me that says, Okay, Iceman, I get you. This is football. You, it doesn't matter, you know. But that's when Joe. That's when you do give the ball to Joe. If the yep. game's within reach, yes, that's you the give thing. The, you get you give the ball to Joe. But if you're getting blown out or something like that, and the fans are like, "Why is he still running football?" That's why, because yeah. they're thinking long term. This is the guy for the next ten to twelve years. This is year one coming off a torn ACL. Make sure you keep make sure you keep that in your memory bank, people. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. All right. Jim, you got to go. I appreciate your time. Sorry I kept you long. Again. I, dude, it's awesome. We get going, and it's hard to, we, hard to we stop, can, We can do this. You know, I talk Bengals for – I'll go I, – I, I go four hours talking Bengals. If y'all want to see me – no, no, for real. I, I do this. Like, my, my yep. voice was gone on Sunday. I don't – I know you were holding it down at the stadium. I couldn't talk. So, we could do this. My wife was like, why, why are you still screaming? I was like, I can't stop. It's just – it's inside of me. Like, I don't know. Hell, you know, because after that game, I had to take her out. Right, but, uh, it's, but it's Thursday and I'm still screaming. Go ahead. Please make sure y'all follow me. Check me out. I'm Zim underscore Hude on Instagram, which is where I make my that's where the magic happens. But also Ooh. Zim Hude, Zim Hude on Twitter. Please make sure y'all keep on supporting my man Iceman because I appreciate you having me on the show. I appreciate all you all for riding the wave and still sticking with Bengals because a lot of pussies didn't. Yeah, we're the real ones. Hude, exactly. Hude. All right, that was fun. Rowdy Everlap, sorry, I was trying to get to it. I appreciate the $5 super chat. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase are unguardable. 
They need their targets. Yeah, exactly. They, they, those two are going to be legit and awesome. And you guys are blowing a chat up. I'm sorry I could not get to everybody's comment. Um, yes, I love that man too. That Zim is my boy. I love him and Ace. They're they're both awesome guys. Um, I did want to get to a comment that was in the uh, chat a while ago, and somebody was talking about my jackpot Joey Burrow stuff. This is not my stuff. <laughs> Just to let everybody know. It's not my stuff. Matty Myers, it's his brainchild. Um, all of it is his idea. It's his money he's put up to do it and everything. If you guys are interested in the Jackpot Joey stuff, please go to jackpotjoey9.com, and you can order hats, you can order shirts, uh, these towels, not the flag. There's a couple flags. I don't think he has the flags for sale. But, uh, yeah, so um, go there. Check out Jackpot Joey. And uh yeah, I gotta calm down now. I'm all I'm all hyped up from from uh from Zim. He always gets me fired up. And yeah, I just want to talk that all right. Something that I kind of brought up with, with Zim is the Bears offensive line. And I had like I said, I had this conversation with a guy at work today, and and, and it, it, a lot of non-Bengal fans. And I'm like, I've been saying it all year. I said, you know, also, it's like, we're going to be good. I said, long we stay healthy, we're going to be good. And, I, and I, don't get me wrong. I think the Bears game is going to be close. I think it's going to be a lot like the Vikings game. I, I think they're both similar teams. I think the Bears offensive line right now is worse than the Vikings was. So if Larry, if BJ, if DJ can get after the quarterback like they did last week, I think it's going to be a lot more fun to watch. Trey Anderson, I think, is going to have a game because he's going against, what, their third-string tackle, I think? Unless I'm getting the tackles wrong. I'm pretty sure it's the left tackle that's that's hurt. Either way, the Bengals' defense has got a, sh- a shot to really make some noise here. Now they want to get to ask Zim. I didn't get a chance to ask him, but since Ricardo Allen is is out, and Orange Arrow brought this up the other day, and I, I've been thinking about it for last day, I think that means one of two things. Either Darius Phillips is going to get a lot more playing time, or and this is Jake Lisco, where they're they're not going to do the the, um, the three safeties and they're going to bring in our light linebacker and Akeem Davis Gaither gets more playing time. I think those are the two options that they're going to go with. I personally nothing against Akeem Davis Gaither. I want Darius Phillips to get a shot. I want to see what the man can do. I think he's a very talented guy, and I, I think he's earned it. To be honest, I think he's done what they wanted him to do. I think he's earned that shot to see what he can do. So, anyway, yeah, you're talking about T need to be hydrated. I need, I need to be hydrated right now, Terry. <laughs> All right, Terry says, uh, I need Trey to stay hydrated Sunday. Sunday, I'll run to Kroger's to get a few Gatorades for Higgs. Yeah, yeah, he was suffering from dehydration. If you guys have not checked out his, um, his mic'd up, it's awesome. It's on uh, uh, anywhere on Bengals, uh, the Bengals app, uh, Facebook Bengals. It, it's on there. It's, it's awesome. And, to hear him talk about the crowd and talk about how cool it was that we were there. And again, it wasn't sold out, but it was loud. Like I said, it's Thursday. I'm still hyped up about it. It means it matters to the players. It matters that we are there. I really want to sell the game out on Thursday. Uh, all right. Yes. Royal Flush Terry. Trey Henderson will get a little bit bit of playing time at safety. You think so? Uh, had they brought him up? I don't know. I don't know if they brought him up. That's the one from practice squad, I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know if they've brought him up or not. 
Uh, Marvin, like to light up Chicago and run over Pittsburgh. I hope so, man. We'll find out. Blackthorn says, yes, they I guess that means yes, they brought him up. So that, that is news to me. Um, that could be, that could be, uh, uh, uh um, something they do too. One well, thing is, uh, I love, that's why I like, we had the depth to, to do this stuff. Um, now we can't keep sustaining injuries. We need to get these guys to come back so we can replenish ourselves <laughs> because they're backups for reasons. So, but the good thing is our secondary is maybe a little weaker. Our front four is still really good. And the Chicago offense line is not very good at all. So I think we got a shot to really do some stuff, put some pressure on, on Andy. And like I said, with the, the throw that Joe made to CJ, oh, Zama, he threw him open. And those are throws that, and I like Andy Dalton, but he just could he, he can't make those throws. Joe can Andy doesn't do so well under pressure. I think we got a shot. I'm not saying it's going to blow out. We're not going to blow them out, but we got a shot to definitely get some deep balls on them. Look what the Rams did. I think it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun, a lot, uh, and a lot of offense. Eh, maybe Evan kick Fierson, uh, kicks the game winning field goal again. Who knows? I see Rowdy ever lap. Bengals can start four and Yeah. I, I totally agree with you on that. Now the one, now, if you go to my 11 and 6 prediction, I said we're 2 0, and then I predict we lose to the Squealers. All the reason is because it's the freaking Squealers and it's in Pittsburgh. And they're just always tough to beat there. I will be rooting my ass off because that is, I want to beat them in Pittsburgh. I want to. I, if you guys remember TJ Hushmanzada, well, 15 years ago or so now taking the terrible towel and wiping his shoes off with it in Pittsburgh after the Bengals went in there and beat them. I want to do that again. I want to do that again so bad. So I, I that's what I'm hoping is going to happen here in uh, two weeks, but we got to get through Chicago first. And I do think it's a very winnable game. And it just, I think the Bengals are just a better team. I mean, the Bears have a very good defense, but look what the Rams did to them. We should be able to, to do the same thing. Uh, let's see here. Let's get to the chat. Uh, let's go. Oh, Terry Hendrickson will abuse the Bears' left tackle. That's what I'm thinking. Got to get Chicago in the long yardage. Yep, situations to start the game like we did Minnesota. Now, one thing that helped us help the Bengals in Minnesota was the fans because <laughs> he had uh, what two first st- false starts on the first uh first series. So yeah, that's that's what we have to do. They, they got to get off to a good start and. If they win the coin flip, they're going to defer, which I like. And the thing I like is last week we scored at the end of half and we scored coming out. That was good. And Rabbit, you say, oh, we'll beat the Packers if they don't change. Ah, we'll see. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is pretty good. We'll, we'll, I think the Packers are going to be a different team this week, but we'll find out. I, I'm not saying we won't. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has not won a game at PBS, so. That's a a uh, a very good possibility, Marvin. I think Pittsburgh Cincy will get chippy, like the perfect and Jones days. Oh, I think it will because especially if we go in there, we kick their ass. <laughs> you know, we go in there and kick their ass. They're gonna be upset. They're like, "Hey, where's where's the squealers? You're not supposed to do this against us." And they'll start pulling hair or, or doing something something stupid, and like they like, I mean, hey, I'm sorry, they do. They've their coaches pull hair. 
<laughs> Joey Porter was out on the field for no reason. That damn coach. Sorry, I cannot stand the squealers, and I think they get away with a lot of stuff. All right, let's see here what we got in the chat here. Uh, Chris, they brought in an old squealer safety to practice. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully that means they can uh, pick his brain, <laughs> find out what they're doing. Terry, Rams the Bengals run similar offenses. Absolutely, it's from the same coaching staff. Coaching staff. What does that benefit in the Bears versus Bengals matchup? Oh, who does that? Well, that that to me it benefits the Bengals because if the Bengals can do exactly what the Rams did, we're going to have fun. Is what I'm thinking. Marvin, Bates and Bell are ready to rock them. Rowdy, don't feel bad about perfect <laughs> Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh my goodness, Steve Logan, what's up? Who the ice? I don't have. Facebook, how do I purchase the cap? Uh, you want the cap? You go to Jackpot Joey 9. Hang on a sec. I'll pop it back up here, right here. You get the cap at jackpotjoey9.com. You can get this hat. I mean, they got all kinds of hats. They got this hat. They got a solid black one. Uh, they've got um, a white one, which is my favorite. I'm rocking this one because this is the one T was wearing today. Uh, they got a uh, camouflage one. Uh, they got these towels, like that one and that one. Not the, not the flag. The flag, uh, he's only got a couple of those, and that's my cape that I wear at the game. So that's where it is. Check it out, jackpotjoey9.com, and proceeds of that go to the Joe Burrow. A portion of the proceeds of that go through the Joe Burrow. Hunger Relief Foundation. Rowdy, every lap. What's up, brother? Thanks for the $5 super chat. Appreciate you. The Bears' biggest weakness is their defensive backfield. Yes, and that's, that's where I think the Bengals – can take advantage of it just like the Rams because, I mean, McFay, as that came from McFay's uh, coaching staff, it's their offenses are very, very similar, if not exactly the same, you know, for different, you know, cadences or whatever. So, yeah, I, I think I think Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Boyd, I think they're going to have a hell of a game. Now, um, I got to put this out there, and I think this will be awesome. I don't know if Tyler Boyd – I don't think Tyler Boyd's going to do this. But T. came out today. While he's wearing this hat, and said that uh, he's going to switch to number five next year, and we already got Chase as number one, so we got one, and we got five. And Daynard uh, asked T if he thought Boyd would switch to three, so we had the five-one-three boys, which would be freaking cool as hell if uh, Boyd would switch to three. But I don't think that's going to happen. But I just wanted to throw that out there. That I, I thought that was cool. Marvin, I love the hat. Those orange shades. Where do I find the shades? All oh, the shades. Uh, where are the shades at? They're in my truck. Um, they're Oakley's. Um, you have to go to Oakley and uh, order them from there. That's 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 where they came from. Let's see here. Uh, Terry, who are the Bears starting corners anywhere? I honestly, Terry, to be honest, I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I, I don't I don't know offhand. That doesn't really mean anything, but like I said, from what I saw last week. I think I think we're I think Chase and Higgs are are gonna have some fun. <laughs> hey, it's my new daughter-in-law. Hello there, hello there, Mrs. Mrs. Ice Junior. I don't know. I haven't figured out what I'm gonna call you yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, rabbit. And our biggest strength is our passing. Yeah, exactly. That that's where right. Going with Terry said, who are the cornerbacks? Yeah, and that's our biggest strength is the 
the passing game, which I well, I don't even I don't yeah, our biggest strength. But Mixon's no joke. I mean, and people somebody said this on or commented on my show yesterday, which you can comment after the show is posted on stuff, and said that you know, uh Mixon can't keep this up and all year, all these all these carries. I said, What do you mean? I said, Why not? And I took it as he meant he couldn't do it this year. He just saying that who was that? Was it Rowdy Airlap? I can't remember who that was. Uh, my apologies for whoever commented that. But they were just saying that, you know, which they are true, they are right. After running backs have big years like this, they they decline. So I do agree with you as, as far as that goes. After years, you know, a couple of years after this, he, he could start declining if they really run him into the ground. I hope that doesn't happen, but they are going to run the ball. And I think this is a conscious effort. And this is what they have to do, like Zim said, to protect Joe Burrow. It's what they have to do. Like, look, if you get a get a lead like last week, I think the Bengals wanted to run the ball down their throat once they got that lead. That was their, their game plan. It didn't work on the fourth down. That's not a bad thing. Like I said, if Joe Burrow is 20 to 27 for 221 yards or whatever it was, I'll take that. I'll take that. Because last year, everybody's complaining, oh, he's dropped back 70 times. Well, he didn't this week, and they said, oh, it's the worst one ever. <laughs> whatever. Get out of here with that. Uh, let's see. Rolf, flush Terry. <laughs> the Reds still exist. <laughs> yeah, the Reds still exist. They actually won today. I'm happy. Um, I was watching the Padres game here a little bit before the show started, and the Padres were winning against the Giants. I don't know what the score is right now. They were up, I think, 2 nothing. Where as of right now, we're a game out instead of a game and a half out. I haven't given up hope, <laughs> but it's very frustrating. If you watched my, uh, not the live hit, it's just the video I did about the show today. I just, I'm having a hard, I'm like, we've played the, the Pirates three games in a row and we lost two of them to the freaking Pirates. It, it's, I, I know the Reds aren't trying to lose. Yeah, I know that. And some people are like, well, it's David Bell's fault. It's the players, man. The players got to go out there and they got to do their job, you know? And, and this, <laughs> oh my goodness. And this Reds team, <laughs> he damn near gave the game away. It was, uh, I think, what? Runners on second and third with two outs. And thank God they <laughs> given struck out the last batter. That's why I, I tweeted out. I said, thank God. <laughs> Holy crap. I thought they were going to give that one up. So it's like I said, it's about the Reds. It's been a fun, but very frustrating year. And that's, and that's where I, and right now it's, it's in the players' hands. You know, players need to make plays. They need to go out there and hit. They need to go out there and play defense, make the right pitches. You know, it's laid out for them. They need to get it done. I hope they do. Chris, Fab Five. Yeah, exactly. That's what uh, uh, Joe Mixon named them, the Fab Five. Yeah, I think they're here to stay. I mean, like I said, the only one, I, I kind of agree with the guy who, who uh, oh, it is, there he goes. It was you, Rowdy. Okay, it was you. Yeah, Rowdy. All I was saying is you can't run a back 29 carries a game average, right, which would be 493 yards and shattered a single-season record by 77 carries. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you on that. I, they can't run him that many times. I took it as – Rowdy, I took it as when you 
when I read that, which is this one thing I, 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 I don't like about typing your comments in, you know, which I mean, this what platform we have. It's Twitter. It's, you know, comments. What you say is, it doesn't mean always mean the way I'm going to read it. And I read it as like everybody else saying like, oh, we ran it too much. Which I'm not, nothing gets you rowdy. And I you explained what you're talking about now. I understand. So that's how I took it. I'm like, why? But the, yes, yeah, he, he will, will run him into the ground. I don't think they're going to run it that many times. I think P. Ryan is going to get more more touches. I think I think Chris Evans is going to get more touches. And I was listening to Trent Dilfer on uh, NFL Radio. And he actually gave credit to Steve Young, who said this. And he's actually right. The first four games of NFL right now, for the most part, they're still getting ready. It's almost like the preseason because they don't really do anything. They, they do, but nothing close to what they used to do in training camp to get ready for the season. So that's why a lot of stuff is going to be implemented in slower. You know, that's why I think Piron didn't get his main touches. That's why Chris Evans, I don't think, got his main touches. Things are going to get implemented more and more as the season goes goes along. Uh, let's see here, Jeff. I'm from Southern Illinois, a Bengals fan, and my brother's a Bears fan. Oh, that's gonna be a house divided, brother. Gonna be a fun weekend. Who day? Yeah, yes, it is. Marvin, yeah, five one three. Yeah, that would rock. <laughs> five one three boys. That's what I'm saying. That would be cool as hell. If if Boyd would just switch to three, I like I said, I don't know. But Tyler, I know you're watching my show. I, I know all the Bengals watch my show. T switching to five, switch to three, become the five one three boys. That'll be awesome. Or like Ace, I called the Migos. Call them the five one three Migos. That would be cool. Maddie Myers, rare. This is the guy right here who's responsible for this, not me. So, like I said, go to Jackpot Joey Nine and order your stuff. Can't wait till Sunday. Neither can I, Rabbit. I can't wait till this weekend, and and it's. It's not just I can't wait till Saturday first because the Bearcats are playing Indiana. I want to go there and win so bad. I want to blow Indiana out. And that, that would be a huge statement for the Bearcats. If they can go to Indiana and blow out Indiana at Indiana, because Indiana, they're still good, but they're the Notre Dame are dropping, which is not good. That's why if we go in there and we blow the doors off of Indiana. People are going to have to have to respect Cincinnati, and and that's and I hate that. That's one thing I hate about college football that you have to destroy people, to re, especially for the Bearcats right now because we're still in the American. You 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 have to do that to, to get the college football playoff committee to recognize your wins, you know, because they're going to look at Murray say, oh well, they got off to a bad start in the first half, but they came back. Well, they blew them out. That's good. So you know they, they'll look at the score. If we go to Indiana and we blow them out. That's going to be a huge statement. Huge. So I hope we get the win. Yeah, Bearcats are a lot of fun to watch. I, I agree with you, Rabbit. They are. And I I, I can't wait. Maddie, let's just get the dub in Indy. Exactly. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping the Bearcats win. I'm hoping. I, I think we, we have another great football weekend. Bearcats win. Bengals win. Hopefully the Reds Win, they got to play the Dodgers. And I know I said they won their clinch a playoff spot, which they did. They didn't clinch the division yet. I'm hoping they still are kind of coasting and the Reds can get them. The Reds have got to do it. And, and, and that's the thing is 
this season, it seems like the Reds have stepped up more against the better teams, and they keep playing down to the competition. So maybe they'll play better against the Dodgers, and we sweep them. <laughs> that would be, oh my goodness, that'd be so huge if the Reds would sweep the Dodgers. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I, I hope we win a series. Let's, the, we got, we need, the Reds need to win a series. They haven't won a series in I don't know how long. That's how they get in the playoffs. Win series. Win series. Get in the playoffs. In October will be fun. We have football, college football, NFL, and hopefully the Reds in the playoffs. That would be absolutely freaking wonderful. Let me get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And I appreciate every single one of you guys. They are Hootay Nation, Bengals Nation, Bengals Legion, Cincinnati Reds, Rounding Third, Heading for Home, Bearcat Ruckus, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, and you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. And it's unbelievable. I am over a thousand followers on each of those except TikTok, YouTube. Like I said, I'm at 1,367. That is awesome. I appreciate all you guys that take the time to follow me, comment, like the show, watch the show, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram. I mean, and if I can't get back to every comment, I'm I'm sorry. I try to as best as I can, but I appreciate you guys taking the time to watch the show, comment on the show, like the comment on Twitter, comment on Instagram, and yeah, check out myself on TikTok. I've only had three or seven on TikTok, so I, I do some kind of cool stuff on there, I think. Uh, we pulling a sound off later on tonight. I'm putting it on the podcast. You can follow it on Spotify, Beanpod, Apple iTunes, uh, Google, Bullhorn, I think is one. I, I don't even know all the different platforms. I know I'm not on iHeart. I'm not on that one. Um, at least not yet, anyway. To be fair, give me a five-star review. Like, rate, review. Leave a comment so more people can find my podcast. If you're on watching me on the YouTube channel, give me a thumbs up. It helps the algorithms or whatever. Give me some thumbs up there. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Like I said, I'm at 1,367 subscribers. I'm getting close to 2,000. I mean, I, I, I was at 1,000. I'm rolling past it. Let's try to get to 2,000 as fast as we can. That would be awesome. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. I would greatly appreciate it. Crown wants to know what's going on on the show tomorrow. Tomorrow, I have Anthony Cazenza from the Orange and Black Insider Podcast coming on. We're going to chat about his fun weekend he had here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. And I got to meet him and his brother and his nephew. Three great guys. Had a blast talking to them. We're hanging out at Bengal Jim's uh, tailgate. So Anthony will join the show tomorrow. And other than that... Brian Pillman wants to remind you where we come from. From the streets of Cincinnati, welcome to the jungle! And as always, my boy, Jeremy Dimebag, these nuts always says, remember one thing, and one thing only, and that is, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Thursday night football tonight. Let's go watch Billy Price. Hopefully he does good. I, I I have no ill will to Billy Price. I hope he does good. I just think we stole BJ Hill. Stole him. And that's just sports, baby. 
See ya! Bingo bottle, never stop it Till the beast of beast and know Who they rockin'